Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, folks, welcome back. It is a jam-packed Football Friday edition of JJ After Dark. It's John Jastrzemski. We're right here on the fan and... On the line right now is Radio.com Sports NFL Insider, the great Brian Baldinger. And Insider Calls are brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. You can also hear Brian with Jason LaCanfora on Baldy's Breakdowns. With new episodes out twice a week, just search Baldy wherever you find podcasts. What's happening, Brian Baldinger? How you doing, my brother? I'm good, Johnny. I'm good, man. You know, I'm safe. I'm, I'm doing all the stuff we're supposed to be doing here. I'm getting all my work done. I'm looking forward to uh, week 11 in this. Uh, yeah, this I mean, Brian, let's start there. Miles Garrett testing positive. You got Raiders defenders in the protocols. Yeah. Uh, are you surprised we're at a point where the NFL has been able to keep on keeping on with this thing? Uh, I think they've done a great job, John. I mean, a great job. Uh, you know, it's spiking, you know, the, the, the COVID spread is spiking everywhere. So there's no reason to think that the NFL would be immune to that spike. Um, you know, they, they live lives too. And you never know, like, uh, you know, some of these guys, they have no idea how they got infected. You know, nothing changed over the last three months, but it happens and it's happening everywhere. But I'm, I'm, I'm pleased that we've been able to get the games in. It, they said from the very beginning, John, that it wasn't always going to be even and equal. And this, this week, the Raiders, with nine starters on defense, are going to probably have some kind of a walkthrough on Sunday morning, clap their hands and go, let's go get the Chiefs. I mean, it's not going to be really fair, but that's just what we're up against. And Cleveland's best player, Miles Garrett, won't play this weekend against an Eagles team that's starved for a win. So uh, you, you just have to find ways and treat it almost like injuries, John, and you just got to overcome the injuries. Brian, obviously, you got a big game coming up for the New Orleans Saints, and a whole lot of interesting things going on at the quarterback position. Drew Brees gets hurt last week. Jameis Winston finishes up the second half, and I, I was of the mindset, to be honest with you, Brian, that it was going to be Jameis Winston again this week for your particular game. 
How surprised were you to find out that Taysom Hill is going to be the guy on the center now as the Saints take on the Falcons? Well, I was, I was so surprised, John, that I went back and watched all 19 of his passes that he's attempted over the last three years for the Saints just to see him throw the ball and, uh, you know, just see what kind of rhythm he has, see how, um, you know, normal he looks. And, you know, obviously he's been there three years. Drew has not practiced, not just because of this week. He basically has taken a day off almost every week for the last couple seasons. And so, you know, during that time, the Teddy Bridgewater last year and, and this year, Taysom has had a chance, I'm sure, along with uh, Jameis as well. And, you know, Jameis threw the ball 10, to 10 passes last week. He was fine. Led him to uh, 10 points. But, you know, Sean Payton has watched Taysom Hill throw the football for three years. Uh, a lot in training camp, a lot in preseason games prior to this year. So I think he has a feel for what he thinks he can do. And I, I'm sure we're going to see Jameis as well. We may see rotating quarterbacks. So I, I think I don't have any problem with Taysom starting. I'm, I'm anxious to watch it live in the Superdome. But I, I have a feeling we're going to see Jameis as well. Brian, where we're at right now, you think New Orleans is the team to beat in the NFC? Well, you know, last year what we saw when, when Drew Brees got hurt in the second game of the season was Teddy Bridgewater came in and he won five in a row. And so – what, I, what that said to me about the Saints were they were a lot more than just Drew Brees because they beat some good teams along the way without Drew. And we're going to find out, is this team as good as it was a year ago or better when Drew Brees isn't in the lineup? Can they continue to win games, be competitive? We're going to find out. Because if they can, like they did last year while Drew mends and gets that, you know, the, the ribs and the lungs all healthy, uh, I think that would be the team to beat them. Brian, I know locally, Giant fans are liking what they're seeing from this head coach. They've won back-to-back games in the division for the first time in a long time. Uh, The NFC's being in the state that it's in, they have a pulse going into next week when they take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Do you get the sense that the Giants here are 3-7? and I know it's a crazy question considering they're a 3-7 team, but do you feel like they've turned a little bit of a corner here with Joe Judge and company? No doubt. In fact, I'll say this, John, and I, I mean, I'm, I really believe this. I saw him at training camp. Uh, I went up there, and I, I thought the first month of the season, they might be the worst team in the league. And I don't know since then, since that San Francisco loss, let's say, that any team has improved more in the whole league. Uh, they have been competitive, highly competitive, starting with the Rams game for seven straight weeks in a row. A lot of games, including Tampa, they probably should have won including the first Eagles game. They had chances to win those games. And when you watch them last week against the Eagles, they were the better team, flat-out better team. Fourth and two, run the ball right up the middle, score a touchdown. Um, you know, the way they ran the ball, controlled the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, the way they defended Carson Wentz and the Eagles offense. I mean, I think this is a, a vastly improved football team, and I expect them to win a lot of games down the stretch. I, I think this team has turned the corner, and I'm very impressed by Joe Judge and what he has done in a short period of time in a year where there was no offseason and really no training camp. You think they can win this division? Yes. I think they're the team to beat in this division. Now, Philadelphia goes to Cleveland uh, on Sunday. We'll see how they are and how they play. I mean, at some point, at some point, here's the deal, John. At some point, teams that are going to win the division, I don't care what the record is right now, they're either going to turn the corner and become a team and you're going to be able to see it. You don't. You know, the eye test will, will tell you that's a good football team. I mean, you go and look at all the stats and data and all that stuff, it's fine. But 
But yeah, I just going to tell you, it's a good football team. My gut tells me the Giants are going to be a better team, you know, come the holiday season um, than any other team in this division. The Eagles certainly have that opportunity. I don't see it like the way I see the Giants. We got Brian Boldinger, Radio.com Insider, getting ready for Week 11 across the board in the NFL. Brian, I can't wait to watch Indianapolis and that defense that's been playing great all year. Taking on Aaron Rodgers, one of the MVP candidates. Packers in first place in the NFC North. And I guess my question with Indianapolis is a simple one. We know their defense is good enough. We've seen their offense maybe show some signs of life last week or so. Can the Colts work their way into that upper echelon of the AFC because of what they bring to the table on the defensive side of the ball? And is it about what Phillip Rivers can do now as far as playing turnover-free football and making some big plays when they are there? I think that's a fair assessment, John. Um, I I think you have to include the play of their offensive line. Uh, They've been together for three years now. They're very well coached. They're very good up front. They're starting to run the ball a little bit better right now. Um, I think overcoming the loss of Marlon Mack was difficult because he was an exceptional player that really played well with the line. You're seeing the development of a young player, Michael Pittman Jr., that is really coming on, had a big game last week. Um, I think they're well coached. Defensively, I think they're for real. I mean, I saw them against the Ravens live a couple weeks ago. They're a very good defense. They've had It's a really good blend of young players like Julian Blackman at safety, um, and, and then additions that they've made like Xavier Rhodes and, you know, DeForest Buckner. I mean, they've built this thing the right way. They've got speed. They really, they play the, the run very well. They're, they're very, they're very difficult to get the ball over their head and get big plays. It's going to be a great game. And if they beat the Packers, they climb into the upper echelon in the AFC in my mind. Well, I want to ask you this in the AFC. Right now, it looks like Kansas City and Pittsburgh are the two top teams. Yeah, I, I give you Baltimore, Tennessee, uh, Indianapolis, and Miami, and Buffalo. I'll throw them in there as well. Miami and Buffalo. That next group from Tennessee, Baltimore, Miami, Buffalo, who do you like the most in that group? Uh, you know, I, you know like Baltimore did beat Indianapolis. Uh, you know, they, they beat him fair and square. Uh, second half, Lamar Jackson was just on fire. He was perfect, uh, which was the difference in a game. I like Buffalo. I like the way Buffalo has built this thing. They've built it the, wrong, the right way. The moment they, they, they hired the coach and the general manager and they drafted Josh Allen, they've done nothing but build that team the right way. And they're pretty healthy right now. They had a horrible loss to Arizona in the final play, as we all know. But that team, to me, has everything it takes to be really good. And so I like Buffalo out of that group. You know, I mean, I think Kansas City and Pittsburgh are heads above everybody else right now. There's a lot of football to be played, but I do like what Buffalo is doing and the way that they're playing. And that's not to take anything away from the five wins in a row that the Miami Dolphins have. Well, Brian, it's funny. I think the last time I had you on, we were talking about the Dolphins making the transition from Ryan Fitzpatrick to Tua. Well, they go to Tua, quarterback, That's front and center in the media. Brian Flores obviously knows this situation very well. And you've seen Tua step in, and the team has continued to win. They've won five straight games. They've won 3-0 with Tua under center. What has been your initial takeaway watching the rookie quarterback? Well, you know, 
a lot of the things that I saw at Alabama and even at St. Louis High School in, in Honolulu, I mean, it's very fundamentally sound. You know, excellent with just, you know, the basics, the, the ball fakes, the footwork, um, you know, the flash release. I mean, he looks good in there. Now, he threw a couple balls last week against the Chargers, to be honest with you, John, that should have been intercepted. Now, they didn't, and he got away with it. But, you know, a lot of these young players, and not just young guys, it's, it can be anybody. You go play action in this league, you turn your back away from the defense, and you lock in on that guy that was open on Wednesday. And all of a sudden, you get these zones and, you know, these players that just flat out can run and close really fast on footballs, and you don't see them. And he didn't see Kenneth Murray underneath. One time he threw in a double coverage in the end zone. It could have been intercepted. He threw a ball down the middle that got tipped that, you know, I don't know how the Chargers didn't intercept it. So he's gotten away with the field. But I do expect that Tua is just can continue to improve because that's how he's wired. He's wired to get better, to not make the same mistake twice. Uh, and so I, I think it's just full speed ahead. You know, they're, they're finding a running game a little bit. They got uh, – they're starting offensive line back together for the first time last week, really all season. And so I think they're really ready to battle right now. They've got all the weapons they need. Um, and defensively, they're, they're just really skilled, and they match up really well with a lot of teams. Brian, let's be honest. The quarterback position right now in the NFL, I think it's in terrific, terrific hands. I mean, I look at these three rookie quarterbacks that have come into the league. Herbert has had great success, even though his team hasn't with the Chargers. Right. I love Burrow. I mean, his offensive line is in tatters, and yet he's playing with so much toughness and so much swagger. Still a game aside, they have, you know, an inkling of being able to do that to a whole lot of different teams. They're unreal on that defensive line. And then you got Tua. You look at the quarterback position. You feel like, as a whole, the league in, you know, pretty good shape with the way these young guys, this 2020 class, some of the other classes over the last few years, really starting to flourish? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I, I, I always say this, though, John. I don't think, you know, when it was a 12-team league, there wasn't enough good quarterbacks. I mean, you could look at certain teams in this league right now that, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to be awfully attractive. Justin Fields is going to look awfully attractive. But we need the young blood. This is a quarterback-driven league. We need Kyler Murray to be good. You know, we need, a, you know, and I couldn't agree with you more about Joe Burrow. I, there's nothing about him that, I, that I'm not really amazed by, just the level of toughness how he sees the field, the throws. Um, you know, we need Joe Burrow to be good. We need Tua to be good. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a quarterback-driven league. Uh, when the quarterbacks are really good in the game, John, as a fan, you can sit in your man cave depth stadium, you're going to be entertained for three hours. It's just going to happen. And so, you know, Josh Allen has been a godsend. Uh, you know, we got to see what New England does. You know, they might have a chance to go for a young guy. Who knows? Um, but, yes, I, I believe that the young guys, you know, all the way up to Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson. I mean, those guys are now entering their prime. They've been paid to be in their prime. Uh, we're seeing some, you know, good performances from a lot of those guys. So, yeah, I think it's in good shape right now. Brian, final one. Aside from the game you were doing on Sunday, the Falcons and the Saints, what is the game in Week 11 that Brian Baldinger – can't wait to go and dissect in the Baldies breakdowns. I know there's got to be one that oh, yeah. you have circled. What would it be? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, look, you already mentioned one. You know, Colts Green Bay for sure. But, you know, Monday night in Tampa. I mean, we're going to see, you know, the Rams in Tampa go at it. You know, Aaron Donald on one side, Tom Brady on the other side, on and on. Jalen Ramsey and Michael. You're going to see a lot of star power out there. The Bucks have 
a tremendous defense. Uh, their number one defense against the run in the league. The Rams have committed to the run this year. It's made a difference in the offense. They brought in a young coaching staff, a new defensive wizard right now. They've got the Rams playing great football. Um, I mean, that's going to be a classic on Monday night. I'm going to have to wait till Tuesday morning, you know, to break that one down. But those are two games right at the top of the list. They're going to be great. I mean, the Raiders and Chiefs in a rematch is going to be good. Uh, anytime Pat Mahomes is on the field, you got to watch every throw. You ain't kidding, man. And I think it's a big-time bounce-back spot after what happened at Arrowhead a couple weeks ago. Baldy, have a great call on Sunday, my brother. Tremendous, tremendous insight as always. Let's do this again soon, and all the best to you and your family. Happy Thanksgiving, all right? Hey, you got it, John. Let's do it again soon. Thanks, I buddy. love it. That's the great Brian Baldinger. Radio.com, NFL Insider. He'll be on the call for the Falcons and the New Orleans Saints with Taysom Hill, at quarterback. And that was Radio.com, NFL Insider, Brian Baldinger. Insider calls are brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. You can also hear Brian with Jason LaCanfora on Baldy's Breakdowns with new episodes out twice a week. Just search Baldy wherever you find podcasts. We got a lot more to do. We got Jason Katz with fantasy stuff. We got Jared Smith with picks. We have the unlocks of the week at 1040. It's a champ-packed show, Football Friday. I mean, did you expect anything else? It's JJ After Dark. We're keeping you company right here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.